0: What's up, Yankee fans? We have a special show today. Going to give a little hint of who special co-host is. And then gonna give you, we're, we're going to go to a break. Gonna give, he's going to say a word. We're going to have a little bit of a break. One commercial. Pay the bills. And then that'll give you time to guess who it is this word that he's going to say you if you're if you are a true listener from the beginning you have heard it before all right special co-host for the day say the word whiskey oh there it's perfect it's perfect i wish i could say it like that maybe maybe i'll get some lessons this episode all right take a guess and we'll be right back all right and we are back and did you guess? Did you did you figure out who the special co-host for the day is? All right. I'm going to tell you. It is... He's usually producing the show, but he's co-hosting today. It is Mario! Yeah, yeah! There he is. That's right. You know him as the producer. And the producer uh, specifically of the Mario 5, which is my favorite segment... Of, of the week and we're going to have we're going to have him in co-hosting for this week's Mario 5 so I love origin stories and I really love Mario's origin story of how he became a Yankee fan and so Mario I, you, you've told this story to me obviously that's how I know it <laughs> yeah but as a Californian how did you become a Yankee fan?
1: Well, it all started when I was a little boy. First year of T-ball. My very first team were the Yankees. I got drafted, to <laughs> Drafted? I it. got drafted. Love on, it. Yeah, it was a big deal, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I knew nothing about baseball. And all I knew was I was on the,
0: on the Yankees.
1: Oh man So T-Ball's like What five years old Right Five-ish Something like
0: that Wow
1: And from then on I was a Yankees fan And I was pretty disappointed The year after Because I wasn't On the Yankees I was on the A's So Oh (laughs) All my buddies Of course Being from California Were already A's fans But Oh so they were Fired up They were fired up About it (laughs) And I was like Dude I want to be On the Yankees again So from then on, I was always like, I'm
0: a Yankees fan. Oh, dude, that's awesome. That is awesome. So did you guys have, did you have to, like, wear Yankee hats? Did they have, like, Yankee uniforms? Yeah, we had a
1: Yankees shirt and
0: a hat. Really cheap-looking hat. (laughs) But it was like the official NY logo yeah, on it. it. Was the, the, yeah. The official. So like, all all official stuff. Yeah. Not like the little league came and did an like, press <laughs> on. Yeah. Because that's the you know that that's the way we were in little league. We didn't we didn't have you know I think I feel like it was something new because my nephews in um, in Santa Cruz they all had like the official logos of things so that was like something new because I remember when I was in little league we were like. We had like the hurricane. We had like storm names They didn't even do Major league teams For those first couple of years Yeah Although you know what I gotta say I played My first ever experience Playing uh, anything Was when I I played softball uh, As like I think it was before I think they didn't even Invent the T When I played baseball (laughs) I think they did not Even have the T And I played uh, Softball my first year And I was on the Twins But dude being on the Yankees, dude, that is awesome. So then, what is the next progression of that? So you're on the Yankees then, so, and were you on the Yankees ever again in on a Little League team?
1: Uh, I don't believe so. No, I wasn't on the Yankees ever again on, on Little League, because speaking of, of uh, Major League Baseball names for the Little League, I think it had to do with some licensing issues, because I know there was a time where... We had to be college teams. Oh. And, um, the same thing when I was coaching my son's Little League. Something with the licensing where they had to be college teams as well. Uh-huh. What, co- like, what was, what's an example? Like, what college teams um, did you, were you coaching? Like, I think, I think my son was,
0: um. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the, like the big because I used to I used to actually really get into college baseball probably because my brother my brother played college baseball and we got to be really big fans I watched the college World Series when ESPN used to put it on and I feel like Arizona was a big deal in college baseball and they yeah. were the they're the Sun Devils right yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, LSU's got a good team what's LSU I don't know LSU is the are they No. I can't remember who they are um, Tennessee's the Volunteers Tennessee they
1: were that, Tennessee was what my son was. Oh was okay he, yeah
0: and so was it the, like the Tennessee logo yeah. like all all it was like that orange wow. like the white tee or whatever Yeah yeah they have yeah. that like specific orange Tennessee Wow that's interesting I wonder how that like came to be like you said with the licensing but I wonder how they went to college and not just uh, made up yeah, probably easier to get gear, I would yeah. imagine, yeah. instead of just like having to make it up from from scratch, but I, yeah, when I coached my daughter's softball team, they didn't have any of that. It was
1: pretty much made up names for her,, oh. and it was little League as well, but softball,
0: like, hers was like the heat, mm-hmm. which was I mean we just made it up, right, <laughs> right. Nice, nice. So, your progression with the Yankees, when... So, you, you had that. You became, you're a Yankee fan. How did you follow the Yankees then, being in California and not having the, the, the TV coverage? Obviously, national games you could watch and see and read yeah. in the paper, I guess, maybe. Yeah,
1: the paper, the news sometimes. Um, it was... I, I really didn't know much about, about it back then because nowadays yeah. you can just go online and find yeah whatever it, you know yeah. anything back then it was just like you gotta rely uh, rely on ESPN yeah, yeah yeah um yeah so I I was I was always, always I was always a Yankees fan and like through my high school years and then my son started playing Little League and This was before he even knew I was a Yankees fan. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I had, like, my Yankees hats and whatever, but he didn't really know anything about baseball. Right. And he'd be like, before he started, he'd be like, Dad, I think I'm going to get, I'm going to be on the Yankees. (laughs) And I was like, oh, why do you think that? He's like, I don't know. I think, I just think I might be on the Yankees. So, sure enough, he gets drafted. (laughs) The Yankees coach picks him up. Oh, no way. And I was like, holy crap. That's awesome. Wow. Like I, I, what made you think you were gonna be on the Yankees? He was like, I don't know, I just knew I was gonna be on the Yankees. <laughs> oh, wow. And then the dude. cool thing was his jersey was a number two jersey. Oh and he had no clue about Derek Jeter, but I, I knew who Derek Jeter was and I was like, oh my gosh, he's got number two. I'm surprised like the coach's kid didn't have him. Why, yeah. number two. Oh
0: wow. That is awesome. I didn't know that part of the story. Wow. Yes. Yeah,
1: so that I mean, is so awesome. I told him. I told him who Derek Jeter was, and I like showed him some clips. I was like, "Dude, you have like, you don't understand <laughs> yeah. what you what number you have." Like, it's so every little boy that loves the Yankees, yeah. all he wants to be number two.
0: Yeah, totally. Wow, that is awesome. So then, so then, Mateo becomes is is a Yankee fan now. Yeah, and and, uh, and so how everybody knows that. Jeter is your dog's name, and that he named him. And so, how? What's the story behind that? Is is there a story behind Mateo naming Jeter?
1: Yeah, Jeter. um, As I told you before, we found him, came home to our, came to our house. Right, was all beat up and bloodied up. Anyway, that's a different story. That's a story (laughs) for another day. That's a story for another day. Um, we couldn't find the original owner, so we decided we we're gonna keep them. So we're thinking about names, and Taylor's like, I, "I want to name him Jeter." Uh, I'm like, "Okay,
0: that's a perfect name." Yeah, oh, that's great. Love it, love it, love it. And we love Jeter. Jeter, as you know, I've told the story when we were watching the um, that horrible game against the Red Sox yeah. in the 2018 playoffs. I uh you know I, I think everybody stopped watching the game and yeah. I'm taking pictures of Jeter. That's <laughs> that's how bad that game was. Yeah. Um so awesome. Awesome stuff. Love it. Now we were going we're going to do a little bit uh for, we're we're going into the Mario 5 in the next segment, but want to do a little just a quick season preview. We might have like a bigger season preview. This is I guess we could say this is the, the midpoint spring training uh, discussion analysis about what's been going on. And spring training has been really interesting because there's a lot of question marks out there. Uh, number one, Gary Sanchez. Mario, you're, you're, a, you're a Gary Sanchez fan, right? Yeah. you like yeah. Gary Sanchez. He has been... You know, last year, dealt with a lot of injuries uh, did not have a high average. Not even close. Didn't even crack 200. And a lot of people say he has come into camp looking physically really good, but is not hitting. And that is a question mark, and it's a little worrisome. Uh, you know, like I always say, spring training really doesn't mean a lot guys are always working on stuff so should should not really focus on it unless it's I feel like unless it's a guy who is trying to really make the team like Clint Frazier or Tyler Wade um and then I feel like the next question if we're going around the horn is first base so we had Greg Bird and he just didn't do it and Luke Voigt came over in like July from the Cardinals, something like that, and obviously took off. Mario, if you had if you were if you were doing the if you were Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman, who would you want to see play first base? Who do you like better? Voigt or Bird? Man. That's a tough one. It is. Bird shows so much. Potential. You know, when he first came up, when it was when Teixeira got hurt, is when he got his start and really filled in really well and showed like flashes of brilliance there, especially with that sweet left handed swing in Yankee Stadium hitting home runs into that short porch. Um, And I, I really liked him and really was hoping. And Yankees stuck with him for a long time last season. But then, you look at Voigt, and that guy just brings the energy. And I really love that, too. And, you know, Bird has good energy. I remember he hit that... Um, he hit a home run in the playoffs. Like, I don't know if it was that first year he came up. And I, I believe the Yankees won the game because of it. He hit a late home run. But Luke Voit last year, you look at his stats since he came up, and his offensive numbers were phenomenal. And he just he gets the whole dugout fired up right you yeah. know you see when yeah. he comes back in and everybody's just going crazy so i don't know i don't know will will bird get it together and you know the 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 thing is they're not going to be doing any platooning so one of them's going to make it and the other is going to go into the minors and it's at least they're both playing well in the spring so that if the Yankees want to use one of them as a trade chip to get a pitcher or, or something that they need. Yeah. They do have that ability. But this is this is going to be interesting and Aaron Boone you know some people think Aaron Boone has been really uh, you know not, not focusing on one of them and sounding like it's even to him but there was an interview with Cashman where he said something uh, along the lines that people felt hinted towards Bird making the team so we'll see see what happens with that Um, Yankees do love Bird and homegrown talent and and they, they like sticking with him but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you can give up that immediate offensive uh, hit to the, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it, the immediate offense that Luke Voigt brings. And we'll see. We'll see. I think it's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. The other spot that we've discussed, and I think is the question mark, is Troy Tulowitzki and what he's going to do. <clears throat> now, Mario if you had the if you had the choice for the the middle infielders, you've got three people there right now beside you know in, in waiting for Didi to come back yeah. and you've got Tulawitzki, you've got Glaber Torres and DJ LeMayu now Tuulowisky you know was a superstar for many years. Injury history and just coming back, Yankees sign him for a minimum of five hundred fifty thousand dollars. Toronto is paying him what, like twenty million, not to play in Toronto. So he's making like twenty million five hundred fifty-five thousand dollars this year. Um, he also he got to, he got booed by Tor- uh, by Toronto fans uh, the other day. In, in a spring training game which is kind of ridiculous because what did he do? <laughs> you know, he, he just wanted to play. They said goodbye to him. Right. Um, and then you've got DJ LeMay, who they paid $12 million to per year for, I think they signed a two-year contract. So out of those three, who would you, if you're Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone, put at second and shortstop? Because you've got Tulawitzki who has the potential but hasn't played. Right. And I don't I don't think I like him in E in there. Not I don't like him, but <laughs> Right. I don't know if I would put him mm-hmm. in the middle infield. Um Yeah, I'm a little worried about his range. Yeah. Uh, with injuries and not that 34 is ancient in, in baseball, but it's up there. It's up there. And LeMayu's... 29 or 30 but he's been a starter he's been a starting second baseman for the Rockies for the past five years yeah. and obviously labor Torres whose natural position is shortstop right. coming over from the Cubs um, I feel for me it's labor Torres at shortstop and uh, and DJ LM at second base keep him at second base everyday player and and Glaber, you know, Glaber's a young guy. He's right. he's he's really young, right? He's like 22, if I had to guess, something like that. And you know, 12 years difference for a shortstop is a big it's huge. deal, yeah. right? Yeah. And I know the Yankees say that they're sticking with Tulowitzki, but it's it's a question mark. Not sure what they're gonna do. And other big question mark is left field and are you are you a big have you been a big um, Brett Gardner fan I have I I I like Brett Gardner he's he's been around for for a while Yep. what 10 years I think uh, I think he came up I think he was a rookie in 2009 yeah Won a World Series as a rookie—that's got to be awesome. But trying to get back there, and um, Yankees uh, signed him. I think that was a, a signing of like nine million, eight million, something like that. Yeah. And um, I think that was—you know—what? Uh, what, what do you think that signing was? I think it was the, the loyalty aspect, where the Yankees said. You've been a loyal Yankee. You have been... He's got He's got so much grit. He's... Oh, he gives it all out on the field. And yeah. I feel like the Yankees were like, all right, you know what? We could wait this out and not give you a contract and, and maybe get you down to, I don't know, maybe six million, something like that. But I feel like they said, all right, here's a good amount of money. Yeah. And it kind yeah. of makes up for your years, maybe where you weren't, where you making league minimum. And, um, you know... You're a good clubhouse presence And you bring good um, energy to the team and, and leadership But He at this point I think is not an everyday player
1: right? He's definitely not an everyday player And I do like him having him there For the leadership and the energy And you know he's just one of those He's been there for a while You know and Kind yeah. of mentor maybe To the, right. yeah, to exactly. the, younger, to the younger guys Exactly
0: yeah, yeah, he he is. One thing I I think is interesting. He's been there so long, and CC's been there a really long time. To um, both both coming um, into their what well, not into their own. Gardner starting in two thousand nine and and being an instant. Um, yeah, he was. I think he was. A, I think he was a complete starter in. Uh, I can't remember two thousand nine, but I know he played a lot. I don't know if he was starting because at the time. I think he did, though, because you had Damon, you had Melky, right? Melky was there in 2009. You had Matsui, who was pretty much full-time DH there. But um, And then, obviously, CC had a great career coming to the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting. I feel like neither one of those guys was put in the captain's role. And here's Aaron Judge with a lot of people talking about him being the captain. Yeah. And it's interesting where I think Brett Gardner is a leader in his own way but not like Aaron Judge you, you look at some of the videos which I really got to see this past offseason and he like gets, he's like with everybody and, and he is really a, a true team leader even more than Brett Gardner and I would have thought that Gardner would have stepped into that role uh, you know maybe after like Derek Jeter retired yeah um, and been more of a leader. But he's kind of been, you know, a leader in the a clubhouse, leader. but not anything like that everybody sees. Yeah. At like, least the public, a, I in mean. In a quiet way, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, that's our mini season preview. And uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. That's, that's, <laughs> that's kind of the tagline. We'll see what happens. Because awesome. I don't know what... Aaron Boone and Cashman are thinking. We can only guess from it. Alright, so Mario, when we come back, we're going to take a break. Are you ready for the co-hosting of the Mario 5? Let's do it. Alright, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Alright, we are back. And this is, this is special because we have Mario co-hosting
1: for the Mario
0: 5 this week. and And I'm excited. I'm pumped up Let's get right Into it And um, I don't know I I keep giving the intro On how It's based On the Kevin Bacon Six degrees of Kevin Bacon game Where people gotta connect it And You know I was trying to think about How I even thought about it And I have no idea How I thought about it (laughs) I have been thinking About Kevin Bacon And then I was just like Mario Give me five words I didn't even tell him What we were doing I just said Come up with five words to give me and he was like alright <laughs> so it's now I think by next week I'm gonna stop and I've got Chris's song do you know what I hate to say it I have not heard I have not listened fully to, to the, Chris's newest, newest track and I've just been just been too but busy I'm, I'm a fan of the new one you are yeah. oh good well and, like I say go yeah, yeah well, he um told him to put the little guitar and the trumpets
1: in certain spots of it right he did it just perfect how I think we would have it's how I would want it I don't know if you th- like it but Dude, I like I,
0: it well we were on the same page on all of the edits so far so yeah. I think it's gonna be perfect I will get to that I, I, I really need to but alright let's get into it Mario what is the first word first word is joy joy all right let's see joy great word great word joy that's in our that, that is in our living room. we have like the word joy susanna put that up and i the first thing i think about is how how much joy the yankees bring me the yankees are you know obviously look at this i've, I've started uh, you know we started this podcast as a passion project and um because the Yankees just bring a lot of joy to to me. I you know, I I can't explain it. I just I love even in the off season and even in the hot stove. It's
1: part of the reason why we're friends, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Look at that and all the joy that the Yankees have brought us. And know it's funny, you know what's a funny story that Mario is right here? Right when we had met you and Alita early on, and we like knew you guys, but we never hung out. We were doing something You guys were out for a walk And I was going We were going to the concerts in the park And I ran back to get something And do you know Mario had on The same exact Yankee shirt I had on And it was like The old school logo With the hat and the bat And I was like Dude We got the same shirt on (laughs) yes, that was we should have just started the podcast right there, right there We should have been like dude what are, what are we
1: doing dude that's podcast right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing get in here <laughs> record now oh my goodness so yeah that's joy that, that was a quick one and I, I don't know maybe maybe I, like I, I've been doing a lot of like doubles because I'm like oh is that is that enough but I think that one's enough I'm gonna say that is that is what it is yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, let's go. Mario. Next second one. word please. Duck. Doug. Duck. Duck. Oh, as in duck, as in the bird? Yeah. Duck. Oh, well, look at that right there. I I, I connected it. Bird. <laughs> Greg <laughs> Bird. Go. Duck is a bird. Greg Bird. Um I could go with duck as in when a pitcher. Uh, throws at a batter and they have to duck. That was the other thing I thought about. And that that one actually made me think of John Cruck in. Was it the All Star Game one year? John Cruck was batting and someone was throwing like it was one of those pitchers who was throwing like a hundred miles per hour, and John Cruck just like like stepped back and stepped out of it and ducked. Um, so I'm trying to think, you know, and and one thing you know, ducking makes me think of a pitcher trying to throw at a batter and it made me think of the story that you know not a lot of people really uh, know unless you were a, a Yankee fan back in the 70s and you know I was still just a kid but my favorite player Greg Nettles um, got into a brawl and I think he got I think he got hit by a pitcher on Boston who was um Was his name Bill Lee, the spaceman, and he was kind of a kooky guy, and it was the you know big '70s rivalry with uh, you know all those classic Yankees: Nettles, Munson, Reggie, Pinella, Chambliss, Dens, all those guys. And Greg Nettles, I think the story is Greg Nettles got hit by Bill Spaceman Lee, so he didn't duck and. Nettles charged the mound. And Nettles was... Man, he was he was a badass. He he really brought a big toughness to the Yankees. And he, like, destroyed Bill Lee. He, like, he like beat him up pretty pretty bad. Yeah. And I don't know if there's a video of it. I'll have to look that up. I think there's I read be. the story. And he basically, like, wrecked Bill Lee's um, career. I don't know if he was ever the same pitcher. And, you know, obviously that's messed up. And... We don't conv- condone violence, right? Of course. Unless not. it's MMA, which yeah. we should get into a little MMA. <laughs> Mario's big MMA fan. He's he's gonna be having his own podcast soon that I'm gonna be the producer on. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where I'm going with Duck. So I did two there. there you I go. did the easy one, and then I went the long round. All right, Mario, the next word, please. Task. Task. Oh, task. Task. That's a, that's a tough one Task Well you've got Let's see You've got like tasks You make a list Of your tasks uh, To do list Guess that Hmm Tasks I don't know Kind of made me think of spring training Where there's like You know Tasks that these guys have to do uh, Whether it's like The bullpen And they work on a lot of things um, You know In spring training like, pitchers covering first base, that's a big thing. That's, like, one of the tasks. Um, you know, uh, you know here, here's something, if I want to go uh, something completely off-tangent with that, is Bobby Valentine. Remember that manager, Bobby Valentine? Yeah. I, I would, never really liked him. I always <laughs> thought he was kind of, like, I, I don't know. He, he, he always had these, like, weird comments. And, you know, he was the Mets manager, he was the Texas Rangers manager but then the the, the, the Red Sox hired him one year <clears throat> and I think and I think he got fired I think he lasted <laughs> one year with the Red Sox if I'm if I'm not mistaken and he said that Derek Jeter's famous flip play against Oakland mm-hmm. where he got Giambi out on the on the play at home uh, I don't, I don't this was Maybe 2001 Everybody knows the Derrick, famous Derek Jeter flip play Incredible Shane Spencer gets the ball in right Mike Messina uh, is on the mound uh, Yankees were maybe down Two games And Shane Spencer, ball hit into the right field corner He comes up with it Throws, it's offline Jeter comes Flips the ball to Posada Giambi should have slid Ridiculous that he didn't slide and Jeter and 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 Posada makes that tag, that sweeping tag, and gets him. And Bobby Valentine in spring training goes, "Oh well, do you think that's a play that the Yankees actually worked on?" He's like, "Come on, that was just pure luck." And then they interviewed Jeter, and he was like, "Yeah, we do practice that <laughs> in spring training." So it made Bobby Valentine kind of look like a buffoon, which yeah. I really think he is. <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, so that was a task, I think, in spring training. I don't know if they worked on that during the year, but according to Jeter, that was a play, and you know I can see it happening. You know, guys missing the cutoff, and you know what are you going to do with it? And yeah. incredible, just adds to the legend of Derek Jeter. All right, Mario, the next word. Next please. one is shorts. 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 All right. Well, I first thing I think of is Chicago White Sox used to wear shorts they in the 70s 80s something like that their owner was kind of the, the crazy dude who wanted all these different uniforms and they had like ridiculous amounts of, of different combinations they could do and I'm pretty sure one of them was like shorts huh. I, I'm, we can look this up yeah, We're, Mario's not oh. in front of his computer to, to look it up right now, but I'm almost positive that the Chicago White Sox wore shorts, and people call them, like, softball uniforms. Yeah,
1: that's what it reminds me
0: of. Yeah, so... How was it sliding, shorts? Yeah, I know, right? I, I think it was the 70s. I don't think I really remember that. Um, and who knows? They might have just worn it for one game. Uh, he was a big... I, I don't know who the owner was, but I remember hearing stories that he was a big, like, promoter, and he would, like, do these outlandish things to get people uh, in. And that, obviously, Chicago White Sox play the Yankees, so I can make that connection. And the White Sox and the Yankees were connected this year because a lot of people thought Manny Machado was going to the White Sox. And a lot of people obviously thought Manny Machado was going to the Yankees. (laughs) And he did not, obviously. So... That's where I'm going with shorts. Could also I could also go the route where a lot of guys wear shorts um, as sliding pants. Yeah. Um, so you don't get what's called a raspberry when you slide and, yeah. and get injured. So there we go. All right. Are we up to the fifth word? Is this it? Is this, is this five? One, two, three. One more. This is it. The fifth word. Fifth word. All right. Mario, please, the last word. Guillotine. Guillotine. Oh, man. The guillotine. All right, well, what does the guillotine do? Chops people's heads off. Um, You know, we could say, what, the chopping block? You're on the (laughs) chopping block. Uh, Reminds me of the trading block. When people say you're on the trading block. Do you you think it got developed the same way as the guillotine? Like, you're on the chopping block. You're on the guillotine. You are getting sliced. You're getting eliminated from this team. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that's how it got Maybe. developed? Um, so you know, being on the chopping block or the trading block has got to be—it's um, got to be challenging for a player. If you're on the—if you're on the chopping block, you're probably um, not too happy about it, unless you want to go, right? Yeah. Could go either way. You could be like, "Yes, I'm on the trading block and I'm leaving this horrible team." Um, or maybe not, and I'm trying to think. Let's, let's draw a connection to <clears throat> who is on the Yankees' chopping block, and I would have to say, talking about it, that Bird or Voight could be on the chopping block. They're definitely on the spring training chopping block. Of uh, they're, One of them's going to get the guillotine and, yep. um, and not make the MLB roster. Um, you know, MLB is trying to do a 26-man roster, which is interesting. They're, they might put that in in a couple of years. And in that case, the Yankees probably could have taken both, but it's a 25-man roster and one of those guys is not making the team and they will get the guillotine. There we go. There you go. We did it. We made it. Mario, thank you for sitting in and co-hosting instead of producing today. You still did some producing, but you co-hosted. You did everything. <laughs> you did it all today.
1: Thank, so, you. thank
0: you for having me on. yes, Yes, finally everybody gets to hear the voice of the man, the myth, the legend, Mario. All right, guys, that is it. Mario, any closing words you want to say to the fans, anything? Go Yankees. Yes, excellent. Actually, you know what? You know how we always end the show and I say, let's go Yankees, so I'm going to give that to you. All right, everybody, stay tuned and let's go Yankees. Yeah.